Hey, everybody, it's Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway here on Grand Forks Best Source. Oh, yeah. And I tell you what, we are stoked about today's guests. Uh, it's been kind of a hit and miss thing. Uh, I've been trying to get him on the show for a, quite a while now. We finally made it work this time. Uh, but on the show today, Tyler Peterson. Yeah, he is your Wasota Late Model National Champion, not to mention didn't do too bad in an A-Mob this year, too. So looking forward to talking to him today. And I want to give a shout-out to Northwest Tire for bringing you today's Dirty Thursday. You know what? For tires, maybe work on your vehicle and more, uh, check out Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive. They are North Dakota's largest tire dealer, family-owned for over 40 years. You know, it doesn't matter from big to small. Northwest Tire, they do it all. Uh, you can find all the big-name brands, too. Toyo, uh, Nikian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call 701-780-8473 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire, they are on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. And speaking of Northwest Tire, Chad Hoff, the other half of the Bullring Boys, he'll be showing up here in just a couple of minutes. Hey, if you have any questions or comments, uh, Tyler Peterson right now at the shop uh, on Zoom, but feel free to call or text us, all right? Our number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Before we get going too much further, let's do it. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, What do you call a fly with no wings? What do you call a fly with no wings? A run. A run. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, A couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, First off, uh, the big fundraiser, Julie Peterson, uh, Joey's wife, Tucker and Kelsey's mom. uh, Fundraiser for Julie on Sunday the 19th at the American Legion in Eastside from 11 to 2, all right? Uh, Julie, gosh, she's such a great lady battling stage four, uh, metastatic cancer. Um, she did, there's good news, got out of the intensive care unit yesterday. Uh, she's been fighting a sepsis infection. Now they're going to have taco in a bag with all the fixings. And all we're doing is asking for like a, a suggested donation of like $5. All right. Uh, there will be a silent auction. Donations can be made at any friends and bank and trust Contact for information and silent auction items. You can contact John at 218-686-7930 or Jackie at 218-791-6825. I'm going to be there emceeing this thing. Uh, Get to the Legion Sunday the 19th, if you can, from 11 to 2. Uh, Let's help out the uh, Peterson family. And and you'll notice uh, I am wearing the Peterson family sweatshirt again, and I'm going to keep wearing this for a while on Dirty Thursdays. And before we get rolling here, I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Mike Speaker with Speedway Shots. Uh, Mike has been uh, doing such a great job um, hooking us up with pictures and things like that. And, uh, you know, the thing is, Mike, he'll even put them in the mail and send them to us. Uh, He's out of Fargo. He's a great guy. And he's gotten us the last few pictures that we've gotten. He's got more for us waiting at the shop now. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he'll end up getting one with the one TPO on it, too, here coming up. Uh, Boy, you're right across from me now. How you doing, man? I'm good. Good. I don't think the camera's on yet, but I'm okay. Oh, oh no, it's that, not yet. That's okay, though. You don't have to have the camera on me. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, normally you're sitting over there. I don't have to stare right at you. <laughs> you're looking right at me when you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's life going? Oh, my gosh. Um, good. Yeah? Good. Just a tish bit overwhelming sometimes, but yeah. work's busy, and it's been nuts, and the snow flurries are flying. So Yeah, and is it snowing out there now? Uh, a little bit, but not Because I'm bad. heading to the hunting cabin as soon as I leave here. Oh, but, it's uh, not bad. And all we got yeah. left is corn. On the ground, I think, pretty That's much. That's it. And so some beans. There's some beans I out there There's still. a few beans. Where I, where I hunt, there is corn everywhere. Oh, really? Too much. I was hoping some of it would be gone, but now with this weather and it got soggy and muddy, well, there's no way it's going to be gone. Yeah. Well, you know, you could always shoot something out the back door. It's fine. Um, I might be doing that, too. <laughs> I might be doing that, too. Yeah. Um, you see who we got on the air with I us I see today? him up on there. I, 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 I'm excited to talk to him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> a little That's late, up. so. How you doing? Yeah. Mr. September, uh, Tyler Peterson. How are you, man? This man. I am great. How are you, fellas? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, we're doing really good. Now, did you, weren't you just racing like a week ago? Uh, yeah, I don't know, two or three weeks ago now. We went to the top list, but we didn't get to race the feature because uh broken oil pump, but it's fine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Ain't no big deal. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, you only ran 91 events last year. <laughs> Actually, I was just on my race pass looking. I couldn't believe that, but I suppose when... 
you race two cars, it adds up pretty quick. So I think, yeah, 91, 93, something like that. Yeah, because uh, that's how I got my info this morning, too, is my, my race, race pass. pass. But um, 91, and we're going to go through that because there is a lot to talk about. But um, first off, um, how are you doing now? Are, are, are you taking a deep breath? Are you, are you stepping back from the, from the car for a while? Or are you guys getting ready to go somewhere else? Nah, they're already ready to go. We got to go to the Wasota Expo and Banquet this weekend, and the national champions got to bring their cars. So, oh, oh. my buddy, my buddy Jake just came up and wrapped the new one, and she is looking mint. Oh, um, I bet so we're bringing that. Oh, for the, the dome or the so, banquet? No, it's the banquet for for Wasota, and then in a month from now we go to the dome. You so. go to the dome. Wow, how cool is it being invited to uh, going to the Wasota Banquet, knowing? that you're going to be like a, a major focal point in this thing. <laughs> you're not just there for the beer. Uh, I mean, this has got to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. It's uh, I didn't ex- Like I told everybody at the beginning of the year when we got the late model, I'm like, I'm just going to race it like 10 times. That's exactly what you just, told me. Yep. I know, but then we won the second <laughs> night out, and it's like, all right, yeah. how do you stop racing it now? So right. yeah, we had 40-whatever amount of shows, so. And, and yeah, it was good. Folks, if you don't know any better, uh, we are talking to the Wissota late model, not national. only rookie of the year, but national champion. National champion rookie. The wheel man I mean, himself. Those are, those are two uh, things that normally are not in the same sentence. Well, no, not only not in the same sentence, not only that, not only does he drive two vehicle, two cars, though, and he does that the same way. Last year's national championship in the A-Mod comes, turns around, Throws a little hiccup in it and throws some late model action in there. And now he's a national champion of late model action. I've talked to him several times this year. Uh, he's been awesome, man, to watch. This is so cool. So cool that he's on. So I'm pumped up. This is one I had to say, hey, I'm, I'm taking off today, guys. Mm-hmm. I got to yeah. be here for this one. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's so cool. Tyler, do you ever uh, introduce yourself as, uh, hi, I'm Tyler Peterson, national champion? <laughs> It's on his uh, suit. No. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have a hat made that says that? Yeah. Oh, I, should I get one made? I could do that. You could get a hat We're made. Not, We're just, not doing that. Just have the hat made say, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'll just keep it on a piece of paper. That's good enough. That's good enough. No, you're doing great, man. It's awesome to see you this year, especially... You know, you got that change of what you've done for the A-Mod to the late model. That was a big jump, really. A different, whole different car when you're talking about uh, setup-wise. Right. Yeah, I know. I still hardly know anything about the late models. Thank <laughs> God for my dad because, I mean, people pay to have people as smart as him in the pits, mm-hmm. and I get them for free. So mm-hmm. that that's awesome. with me. Is it a big and, uh, oh, go ahead. Is, is it a big difference in driving style? Oh, I think it is absolutely. There's guys that will tell you they're the same, but anyone that says that isn't driving a late model correctly, because I, I can tell you I can't drive my modified wide open into the corner and make it stick, mm-hmm. but I can do that with a late model. So wow. I guess they're full of it, but they're, yeah. and you get double the tires, so they're not the same. Yeah, especially when you, because those A mods and laminals, they pretty much run back to back. You got to go flip schedule and flip your head right away as you're climbing into the late model. What's going through your head of what you got to change? Because does anything help you better when the modified's out there running that fe- that feature race or those heat heat laps? Actually, sometimes it does. Um, actually, at, at the one hundred and um, which you we won the late mile race. Yes, <laughs> um, uh, we were, I ran the late mile race and it was wide open on the cushion the whole time. Yeah, and I was beat, but I just kept like while we were racing, I kept looking at the bottom and I'm like, there's a lot of moisture down there. And I mean, no one ever got next to me on the bottom, but I could just see him like, I think in the mod, we're going to be running on the bottom. So we came in, <laughs> got on the late mom. I told my dad, I'm like, we got to switch gears. We got to change the whole car to run the bottom. And that's, that's where I'm running. If I got to run the top, I'm not going to win the race. So we're running the bottom and we stuck to it. And that's, I won the A mod race too on the bottom. So yeah, wow. it sometimes helps for sure. Unbelievable. Uh, we do have a bunch of people already texting us. Uh, see if we can't go with Holy Buckets. Look at this. Katie Stahl, Sean Enright, Tim. Katie, happy birthday, Bladed Birthday. Yeah, happy uh, Kevin Papafuss, Jory Berg, Daryl watching up in Canada, Eric, Brian, Mike, Speaker, uh, Laurie Jawoski, Nick Curtis. Good morning, Nick. Uh, Doogie, Jeff Liebrick, Marie Stewart. So cool. Uh, Tim, how many guys does it take to keep both cars going? He has a question for you there, Tyler. How many guys does it keep a great question. to keep both cars going? We have, we have myself, and I mean, I don't even count really. I'm just 
trying to drive the cars and like focus on what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And then we got my best friend and tire extraordinaire, Zach. So he's doing that poor guy. Yeah. He's doing uh, four heat rates higher for the late model because we have been busy. So we don't get to, like for work all year. We've been so busy. We don't get up to the shop during the week. So we get to the races. We panic on local cars. Zach does a set of heat race late model tires, a set of heat race modified tires. Turns around, we come back in, does four more feature tires for the late model, and then does four more <laughs> modifiers. And that includes grinding and siping and grooving. So that, that poor guy, God bless him. And then yeah. we got my dad who's making sure he makes all the right adjustments. And then we got our fuel filler, John Beebe, who dumps the fuel all over the ground, doing the <laughs> fuel and anything else he needs to do to help. So. We got four of us, and yeah. I just try to fill in where I can. There you go. Now, it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Tyler. It seems to me uh, quite a few years back, uh, you were just a young snot-nosed kid then. You were running a B-Mod. I think you had just started. This is back when I was down at uh, in uh, doing what you do right. uh, down there and uh, trackside. And I remember interviewing you with the win at River City Speedway, and I asked you if we were going to get to see you a lot more at River Cities, and I think your answer was, well, no, I think I'm going to go IMCA driving, and I can remember, or IMCA racing, and yeah. I can remember to myself how disappointed I was <laughs> because I knew this I was kid, disappointed, too. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew this kid was going to be something to yeah. be following, to be yeah. watching right. in the future. And then for us to not to get to hardly see him anymore, do you remember that? I do because yeah, and Grand Forks didn't really have a or modifieds there. Yep, which yep. is what I was going into. So yeah, I think we had a hiatus for oh, it would have been 2015 through 2017, 18. Mm-hmm. Would you like see me at all? Probably. Yeah. Wow, that sucked. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean, you know what? It worked out. Um, we got to see you a lot more this year. Uh, oh and, gosh, yeah. and now with the late model, uh, it's going to be so cool. But how did you ever get into the late model? What what started that whole thing? Have you been talking about it in years past, or this last winter you decided, hell, let's do it? Um, so two years ago I ran Donnie Schatz's late model about four four or five times. Mm-hmm. One of them was in Grand Forks, and then yep. we had a second in Devil's Lake one night. So I was like, man, this is great. Let's do this. And at the time when we first did that, I had like I was driving those cars so wrong. I remember when we went to Devil's Lake in Donnie's car that night. I came in and couldn't breathe because I was so exhausted. I was just like on the wheel driving it like a maniac. But anyway, that's in uh, in 2021. We were also running for the, our first Minnesota Modified National Championship. So I kind of just I was glad I got to do it and just kind of mm-hmm. put the late model thing on the back burner. So we won the championship in the mod. So then I'm like, the next year in 2022, I'm like, I want to have the best year in a modified possible and we and we got lucky and had an awesome year in the mod again and we me and my dad were pretty much like we'd accomplished all we'd ever set out to do in a modified that year so then you just want to strive for more and a lot of things had to come together with people helping out and my dad putting the motor in the late model and we ended up going down to illinois and getting so brandon shepherd switched over to longhorns and he had a new xr1 there that he'd never raced and it was a pretty good deal on it, so we went down there and got that and brought her home, and that's when I said I was going to race 10 times, and here we are. <laughs> wow, wow. I uh, got another text from Jeremy. TPO is the beast. He can drive anything, I think, to win from superfan Jeremy here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, what, why TPO? Yeah, why, why the – that's a great question. Why the number TPO? What's, what's behind that, bud? Well, I'm an outdoor fella like you. I used yeah. to go hunting and fishing. All, well, I, I still try to. It's actually one of my questions. Take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So <clears throat> I, uh, I try to go. I mean, racing nowadays takes over the whole year. Yeah. We, no. Even like around here, since Minnesota's done at the beginning of October, I get about two months to get in all my hunting and fishing, mm-hmm. which ends up not being much anyway. Anyway, right. so back in the day, um, used to do it a bunch. I used to go with my neighbor, Big Jim Schleeman. And we'd go fishing and hunting all the time. And I'd, I'd bring my little video camera with because I had an outdoor show. And one day he uh, he was on the way there. He's like, I think we're going to call you TPO. I'm like, what's TPO? That's Tyler Peterson Outdoors. And I'm oh, like, wow. I like it. Because it was like it was like Kent Herbeck Outdoors. I'd watch yeah. that TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. So he was KHO. And you're looking at TPO. 
There you oh, go. Oh. Okay. Stuck with it. I love that. So are you uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to be out deer hunting tomorrow? Uh, I forgot to apply for a tag, and North Dakota sucks. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, I've applied does. like nine times in my life and gotten three tags. Yeah. Well, but yeah. half the problem is I always do – we do buck buck. Yep. So yep. I don't really care to go shoot a doe that much. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right behind you, man. I'm right behind you. I'm, I'm originally from Montana, and uh, to draw for a tag every year is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, very oh, frustrating. Yeah. Well, you should see how hard it is in Minnesota. Okay, last Friday I left here, and I'm on my way. I'm going to go to the deer hunting shack. Yep. I stop at Cabela's. I buy my first tag that I can shoot a buck or a doe with. Yeah. And then I decide, well, I'll buy a bonus doe tag. So I spent $54 to get two tags. Right. I, if I don't use my buck tag, I can save that and use that for muzzleloader, and I can still shoot a doe. Yeah. So, boy, it's really tough to get a tag in Minnesota. So, Tyler, <laughs> what I'm saying, if you want to spend an extra 100 bucks, you can always come with us. <laughs> All right, I'll head up to the shack. Yeah, and, and, and then um, another thing, too, I didn't know you were a fisherman. These are some of my questions, if you were an outdoorsy kind of guy. Um, you know, like for the sites or something, I know how hard it is in the summer, uh, but Chad's been with me with his kid. If you ever get a chance, oh my gosh. Uh, come on up, and maybe the three of us could go out in the catfish and uh, do some catfishing in the boat. And, um oh. You have a good time. I see your post with those big kitties on Facebook. Oh my so gosh, it. dude! I, I think we're gonna have to do it. <laughs> I tell you, that's that's another adrenaline that uh, you know. Obviously, racing is a whole different, whole different story. But when I when my son hooked onto that nineteen pound cannon with John, it was pulling him in the water. And, oh, and, I believe it. It pulled me in, probably. Yeah. And so I, of course, Dad steps in, like, let me let me take care of it, and it started <laughs> pulling me in the water, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> So yeah, that's it. We need to do that with you, man. That is so much fun. John's obviously the pro out here. He does a lot of good things, and he'll put you on a big, massive catfish. That's no doubt. Well, we try. We'll do it. Yeah, mark it down. We mark try. it down. Mark it down. Boy, I tell you what. Uh, you know, you were kind of shocked. You were looking at it as was I. Ninety-one events or ninety-three, whatever. Um, listen to this. This is between both cars now. Uh, ninety-one events last year. Thirty-nine wins. Sixty-eight top fives. Seventy-six top tens. Was Soda Late Model National Champion, Rookie of the Year, 20 wins in the Late Model, 35 top fives, 38 top tens, second nationally in Wissota Mod Points, 18 wins, 32 top fives, 37 top tens. You've won at River City Speedway, Madison Speedway, Norman County Raceway, Casino Speedway, Cheyenne Speedway, McLean County Speedway, Buffalo River, I-94, Brown County, Greenbush, Ogilvy, Jamestown, all this last year, where the hell haven't you won? I haven't been to Canada yet, so maybe next okay. year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. John had to make sure to take a breath there. I, I, I know. I almost <laughs> had to breathe between. Um, but have, were any of these first-time tracks for you, Tyler, or you raced them all before? Uh, I mean, because I still can't get over the fact that you got Rookie of the Year and National Champion in it, and I'm just going to – it's going to blow me away even more. Uh, if you went to a lot of these tracks and never been there before and kicked everybody's butt? Uh, well, the, the McLean County one, that's out in Underwood. Okay. And that one, so they had a, a doubleheader fair special. Yeah. It was 2,000. It was, it's, it's literally it's the coolest thing ever. It's like 2,000 to win, maybe 1,000 for second, and then everybody else gets 500 bucks. Wow. So the Friday night one, I don't remember where, probably raced Fergus or Grand Forks. And then I worked that Saturday, and... Me and Zach did, and we got back to the shop at about 11.30, and my boss was like, well, why don't you go to Underwood? I'm like, dude, that's like four and a half hours That's away. a trip, yeah. And, of course, we had to go home still and fix our car. Oh, no, it was Transforce. We had that incident. We had to fix the whole right side of the car um, and <laughs> the drive incident. four and a half hours to Underwood, mm-hmm. and we got there when they were racing. Like usual, we roll in at the last minute. So uh, that was a new one. I don't race very often. I couldn't believe we went there at the late model. That was the first time I've been there all year and won a challenge series race. That was something. So, uh, but a lot of the tracks, I mean, I've, I've raced a long time now and I've been to a lot of them, but it, I don't think it would have mattered if we went somewhere that I hadn't been. Cause anytime I got in that late model, I felt like I couldn't lose. So wow. it was pretty unreal. Yeah. I know for sure. Uh, down in the Underwood area, those people really appreciated you, your visit, um, just to bring the show to them pretty much. I would say, uh, that's kind of, and that Minot Underwood area is where I was for the, like, oh, my gosh, for a while they're announcing and uh, Dirt Trek Racing Underwood was kind of a, 
the the dead track out there and they all guys got together and brought it back to life and man that's an awesome little place to go to and it's amazing a town of maybe 300 people what cool racetrack you have there it is it was very cool so i think they had some the the friday night show that we didn't go to i think they had uh some rain and it was wet and the track wasn't great so then i think they got a little hesitant the second night and it was the slickest track i've ever been on in my life but uh i think on a normal night when they have it farmed how it's supposed to be that place is kick butt Mm -hmm. to say the least yeah uh adam german German, German, hell yeah, TPO is the best. Can't wait until next race season. Um, <clears throat> I, I, speaking of that, um, there is rumors about a new track starting next year around here, but uh, oh. we'll, we'll wait and talk about that later. Rumors. Um, yeah, um, well, I actually got a call from one of the principal owners. So, um, oh! are, you, are you, Tyler, are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have, do you have a, a, a significant other? I am married to my beautiful wife, Sierra, for three years now. Okay. Yes. We got married on in October, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. And uh, Happy so, past anniversary, man. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, just be- missed October. Between the racing you do, uh, being married, uh, do you ever have time for things, the important things like sleep? <laughs> oh, in the summer, no. It's a, <laughs> dude, it's, a, it's a joke. I don't sleep at all, so. Like Sundays, I love Watertown to death, so I will race there every Sunday as long as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's two hours from my from the race shop, and we probably like on a good night. Watertown gets done at nine thirty, which is great if you live in Watertown. Sure, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we got to drive home. Mm-hmm. If we're, if we're lucky, we get back to Hickson at eleven thirty, eleven forty five. Then we park the truck, and I get my truck and drive home. Got a shower. I go to it's usually one a.m. on every Sunday. And then if Ada races on a Thursday, that's midnight, 1230. So yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. But I love every second of it. I mean, you imagine you sit back and people that are watching this too, you guys sit back and think about 90 some races. Yeah. Some of those on a Sunday, Thursday, uh, you know, those are some huge accomplishments to hit on weekdays yeah. where you also have a full-time job. Sure. Hit. And he does have, well, was, was a puppy, not a puppy anymore. Grown, pu- grown d- dog. I'd say he he has a black. I uh, know chocolate lab. Black lab, little black. Piper. Yeah, yeah, she's Piper. A, she's the she's the cutest little dog in the world. She sleeps with me right here every night. Oh, yeah. like, oh it's, she's I, the best. I got yeah. a Labradoodle that likes to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sleep much now either because she takes up half the bed, and then me and my wife get to the other half. So right. yeah, it's yeah. Hey, That's um, I get that. You know, um, I I always seem Tyler to uh, tie every conversation in with beer. I don't know how. It, it's just kind of <laughs> the way I'm I'm wired. But um, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do, do you? You don't? Do you drink beer? I don't drink basically at all. I drink okay. like twice a year to have a good time, but oh. beer is that is disgusting, dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just wondering because for as many times as you have won, yeah, that was me. Oh my goodness, right? I can I can hear my oh, liver right oh, now. I mean, I know it's good; my, it's the size of a watermelon, but <laughs> my crew makes up for it. Trust me. Well, good, yeah. and you and you get to sit back and watch the show. Then you get to sit back and watch them be dumb. Yeah. No, no, I get to drive home. Oh, yeah. I, get to, I get rewarded for, to drive home after I just uh, yeah. race ninety two laps and I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. Right, here you go. Here, here's some water. Here's some water. Get back at it. That's damn funny. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, with Tyler, we just got to take a quick break here. Uh, Mark Sin says I rank TPO in my top five of all time. Uh, that's all coming. Time. That's coming oh, from man. somebody who knows a lot about racing. Mark uh, has been around for a long time. Uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, Tyler Peterson, the driver of the number one TPO for most of the season. He yep. drives another number two for uh, one month out of the year. Was Soda Late Model National Champ. Was Soda Mod number two in national points. Tyler Peterson, we're going to be talking with him again in just a couple of minutes. Just hold on here, all right? You know, life doesn't ever seem to slow down. Um, everything needs to be done yesterday or last week. Uh, oil changes drives me nuts. You sit there. If you go to a dealer, you might be there all day long for a golf darn oil change. I go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. I'm usually in and out of there in about 20 minutes. While they're changing my oil, they're topping off my fluids. They're checking my tires, uh, my battery, my lights, my wipers, my cabin air filter. If I owned a fleet, I'd get a discount. If I was in the military, I'd get a discount. Uh, But I do get a discount because I say Grand Forks Best Source sent me. So they take 10 bucks off my oil change. 
just like that. Uh, I tell you what, they're open uh, Monday through Saturday. No appointment needed. Pickup and delivery available if you live in Grand Forks. Valvoline Instant Oil Change for complete oil change and more. You'll find them at 3325 South 38th Street. Tell them Grand Forks Best Source sent you. Knock that 10 bucks off the oil change. Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. The Bullring Boys, Chad Hoff, and myself, John Roberts. The one and only Mr. September, Tyler Peterson, on the show with us. Nick Curtis, I'm going to go there when I get back to Tom for the work vehicle. There you go. Way to go. Uh, Tyler Peterson sitting back at, at, at the shop or at work or whatever, but... You know, we look, Tyler, at all of these wins uh, in the last year. If you think about all of the victories, I mean, you know, that's one thing I never did look up. We should have talked to yeah. Stephen Lewis. He probably would have gave us a number, or maybe Tyler does know the number. But um, um, how many wins you've had? But is there one that you automatically, no doubt about it, instantly go, that was my biggest win? Oh, that's that's the dome. We've talked about this before. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. The dome is that is a spectacle event, and uh, with thousands and thousands and thousands of people there, uh, yeah, winning in front of that crowd was unreal. Awesome. Uh, Lindsey Hansen says uh, the great debate from the racetrack with TPO and Zach. Ask him <laughs> what the best pop tart is out there. <laughs> it's blueberry. Zip it. <laughs> I, agree. Blueberry. I agree. Blueberry. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's a strawberry. Okay, first of all, when I was a kid, okay, so it doesn't matter what Pop-Tart you get. They're all full of sugar. Okay, so my mom, when I was a child, would only buy strawberry. So I resent strawberry pop Oh, I like them. And now I go buy my own blueberry ones because I'm a big boy now. I'm a big boy now. Okay, okay, is there anyone you absolutely hate? Because I hate the brown sugar cinnamon ones or whatever, the boring ones. Uh, Oh, you shut your mouth right now. Oh, no. I love that one. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, just, that's yeah, the good one. Strawberry's terrible. And brown sugar, actually, she would buy that one sometimes. I think that was for my dad because he got to have different ones. But uh, <laughs> I, do, I, I don't really care for that one either. So now it's either like the wild berry or the blueberry. That's blueberry. Is, There's no debate. No, de- no debate no more. Well, Zach says, no. nope, wild berry all day. Toaster strudel. Now, okay, now we've oh, got the now we got toaster debate. strudel in there. I mean, now we're going to pour your own little icing on your Pop-Tart. Marie Stewart, blueberry. Oh, my goodness. We started yeah. something here, Tyler. Uh, Jeremy Bloom says, I picked TPO to win the 2023 Gateway National Saturday. If not, I'll do top three in the feature Saturday at the Dome. Oh, uh, boy. Wildberry. That's yeah, an, that's you a, Utah, let's, let's revert back to that, Tyler, because that's a huge deal, uh, especially for... You know, even a local racer like yourself to win a spectacle such as that. I mean, that's got it. And obviously, it's going to be a memory of a lifetime you're never going to forget about. Um, talk about your experience there and how, how you were received and obviously the win. Um, well, so that, as everybody knows, that's an invite only deal. So mm-hmm. it happened. It was going on for what, four years before I went that yep. time, I believe. And two years or a year before that, I tried to get in and didn't get in. Um, and then we won the championship. I think that helped probably get me there. So just getting there was the hardest part. So right. I was just happy as a lark to be there. I just wanted to make the show. And then, um, yeah, we ended up running, uh, what was it? Second or third in the qualifying feature, which locked me into the redraw. And yeah, we got, got lucky and got to the lead and won the deal. It was, it's that racetrack is something like you've never seen before. Like, if you if you watch it on TV, that's great. But like going there in person and witnessing everything, it's that's it's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, it looked in from on your Facebook posts and stuff like that. The emotion and everything else that was so cool to see. Uh, you know, you I got I get to see those emotions too, just because of the fact that where I'm at with you uh, down at Victory Lane is is awesome. But that kind of emotion, that's something that's that's top notch. I mean, that's something that. You're going to remember forever, and you could always say that to you. Well, hey, I won Gateway Nationals. That is an amazing feat. I mean, you talk, you talk. Your, you know, you won national championships. We know that. We know the late model one, but the gate, the Gateway Dirt Series. That's pretty cool. It is. Yeah, I can. I can pretty much remember everything that happened in Victory Lane. Um, I got out of my car in corner two and waved to my big cheering. So like, yeah, it's it's ingrained in the brain. I'll never forget it. That's for sure. Yep. I bet you they're looking forward to have you come back too. That's going to be one of those things to where, you know, and I think you're feeling it now too. When I ask other drivers, this as well is when you pull into somewhere, even though as fast we late as you guys usually are, um, <laughs> you guys pull in somewhere you're recognized, you know, you know, they know who's coming. They know who's going to be there. 
Um, how does that make you feel? And does that change the aspect of how you drive that night? I mean, especially when you look at the pressure you have coming into it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool that we're to the point we've gotten, I guess. I mean, I started out as, as John said, a snot nosed kid racing at BMOD and no one knew, <laughs> knew who the heck I was. And now we've, we've kind of developed this brand and we're recognized at different places we go. And it's, it's pretty cool. I, I don't drive any different when we go to those actually, like, I try not to get nervous anymore, but when you get under the lights in the dome, it's like, oh, man. Oh, gosh. This is something here. I'm prone to hitting youth tires, and if there's an inside wall, the inside wall. There's an inside wall at the dome. And, of course, with, like, three laps to go at the dome, I smoke the left front off of the wall <laughs> leading the feature. So it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking, but you just got to put it behind you and keep driving forward. And, and by the way, I call every young kid I've ever um, interviewed a snot-nosed kid uh, when they grow up. But um, <laughs> I, I would think that um, getting uh, going back to what Chad just said, almost like the rock star status, but being yeah. late, I would think would even be more fun because some of these guys are like, Looking around and oh good he's not here he's not here and they're That's all exactly getting ready everybody's all happy and then yeah. all of a sudden crap here son comes the one bitch. TPO yeah. son of a bitch. And, <laughs> and I would just come in with that grin yeah waving at everybody but yeah. um I mean yeah um you know when TPO comes to town according to Barry Robertson there you um, go. oh yeah there it is I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Um, We're just missing the helicopter with the ladder swinging underneath of it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we talked about the the one TPO and how that all came about. Um, you don't just run the one TPO. Uh, the month of September, you pull out a different number. You use the number thirty three, which is awesome. Yeah, and, and tell us the story uh, behind that, Tyler. The the thirty three in September and why. Uh, last year, um, the invitational season, if you will, was rolling around and I wanted to do a different rap on the car and I've never really been much into NASCAR. I was when I was super young and yep. I, I like Jeff Gordon, but I never asked my dad, Hey, who's your favorite? So I just asked him one day and he told me it was Harry Gant and I knew it was a Skull Bandit car. Oh yeah. So I did a little looking on the internet and was, then I sent it to my decal guy and I said, we're doing this. And there was like no reasoning behind it. I just wanted to do something cool for my dad and the car. It looked awesome. It was just like yeah. his car in modified form. And then th that year we won nine out of 11 races with that wrap. So it's like, how do you, how do you not yeah. do that again? So <laughs> you almost want to use it we full did. time. Yeah. Right. So now it's just a September thing. We had another great September this year. Yeah, so, you did. Uh, yeah, it's it's sticking around for as long as I race. And and I was a huge NASCAR fan. It's obvious uh, if you watch this show, I'm not really now. Um, I had actually, I, I, I was really involved in with it. I loved it. And uh, I was a Dale Earnhardt guy, yep. uh, Dale Sr. Yep. Uh, yep. And when he got killed, um, I quit watching it. I, I stopped watching it for probably two or three years. Yeah. Um, and then I slowly started watching it again. I mean, I'll watch a, the occasional race. Uh, there's a few certain tracks I like to watch. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to the Daytona 500 a couple years ago. So yes. that turned me a little bit. But um, I'll watch them. Uh, and again, if you watch this show or follow this show, like I said, I'll watch three kids race tricycles around a little freaking driveway. You know, yeah. as long as somebody's racing somebody, I, I, I'll stop and watch. Um, it's so funny how we tend to stray uh, on this show. We were talking about Pop-Tarts earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy uh, asks, says, ask TPO what his favorite size full candy bar is. Oh. <laughs> What's your favorite full size uh, candy bar? Uh, well, okay, so Reese's <laughs> is always at the top, but that's not a bar. Yeah, so yep. I have to bring it down to a candy That's a bar. cup. That is a cup. That's the best cup in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, candy bar... I'm kind of a Milky Way guy or a Carmelo. God, Carmelo's oh, just melting yeah. mouth, dude. Yeah, Man, yeah. They're so good. Okay, I'm going to tell you from so. from a from a, a fat guy here. Uh, <laughs> Reese's Fast Break. Oh, try oh, that. No, I've had those. Very good. Oh my gosh, game changer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm. I'm kind of a Heath Bar guy. We didn't ask you, oh, John. No, I <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Uh, there he goes. He's gone. Lindsay Hansen, 2013 was the first year. Two girls started front row of the 500, Danica Patrick and Jeff Gordon. <laughs> Easy. I'm a Jeff Gordon uh, fan. Come on. How about That's... Danica Patrick? Are you Dana pa- Danica Patrick fan? Uh, no, not really. I was a Jeff Gordon fan because my dad was. Yep. Um, and so I was just, I followed my dad's footsteps there. And then uh, after that, when Gordon retired, I had, you had to find a new driver, and I'm mm-hmm. still up in the air. So I'm just Team Hendrick. I just saw somebody whiz by in a bicycle here. <laughs> They're not supposed that, to have bikes uh, in here. Whiz by in uh, yeah. a bike. Yeah. Um, plans for next year, uh, Tyler? Have, have you, you know, with all this talk about NAPCAR and everything, I'm, I'm guessing you've never, ever tickled the idea of running on asphalt. But uh, what are your plans next year? Are you going to keep running two cars? Are you going to keep running 95 races a year? Or, or, or what's, what's in the plans for next year? Yeah, I think next year um, is probably one of the last few years I'll be able to go like super hard because, uh, I mean, at some point I'll be starting a family here and having kids. So uh, next year I want to, it's it's going to kill our team again, probably run a bunch. And I want to run, I want to try to win both national championships in both cars. Oh, we have an opportunity. Hey, 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 now. That's no, a, no, 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 that's a big. No, no, just, we're we're behind you here, man. That's a huge. Like, I I love the idea, and I'm not not da- downing it whatsoever. But that you're talking about, you are going to kill your team. <laughs> but that's a. Oh, my dad's my dad's probably already deceased. Just thinking. About <laughs> okay, uh, that's a huge. I mean, well, honestly, year, you were what the second in points and then modified overall. Yeah, actually, yep. that, yeah. That, that whole deal. If I would have like, we just started racing the late model more than the mod right mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Um. So it's your best 30 shows in the modified. Well, I didn't have 30 shows until, right. oh, man, middle or end of August. Right. And I was looking at the – and we had quite a few wins. And I was looking, I'm like, holy cow, like, if we actually start racing, we could have a chance. But, you know, the Iron Man, Shane Sabraski, is a beast, and he was still clicking some off, and he won, like, 22 races or 23 races, and I think we had 18 or 19. Right. So I just didn't race the mod enough to get to it. But, it but next year – Next year, you're going to do yeah. it all. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard. It's you kind of got to pick because you, you race one more than the other. You can't just race it two and two. Like it's 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 tough. So and I don't it's not always taking the mod with the late model. Sometimes it's just a late model. Sometimes it's just a modified. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's I'll, not easy. It's a it's a pipe dream. But all right. No, here's the deal for next year. If you win both of these national championships, you are definitely coming here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're have gonna more than you, we're gonna we got to get you live in the we're studio. Have more than just a little hour show, we'll have to go a little longer oh, yeah. for that one. Oh, All for right, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, hey, Tyler, is there a racetrack that you've always dreamt of racing on? Uh, it would be like your your dream racetrack to go go and 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 see how you fare against these guys, or or have you not really thought about that? No, there there's three, and I've done two of them in the UMP modified. Uh, we went to we went and did the. Illinois Speed Weeks with the Castro Flow Racing Night in America thing. And we went to Fairbury, which is unreal, dude. The atmosphere there. Anybody that says it's overrated is high because if you actually go to Fairbury, it is insane. Uh, and then Macon is about the size of the dome. And it's, oh, it's just so awesome. I want to go back to Macon so bad. You run like a 704 gear there. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, a, it's great. So, uh, and then the third one, which, it's a long shot because I'd need a super motor and stuff, but I really want to race Eldora just to feel speed. Sure. Oh man, that place is fast. Yeah. So, yeah. I probably poop my pants right in there, but you know, that's fine. <laughs> I always want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> if I poop my pants, I'm not worried about it. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Mark Sin <laughs> says hit the USA nationals in Cedar Lake. Uh, Elton or Ethan says Eldora. Uh, Marie Stewart, uh, never a sprint. Would you ever think about running a sprint car? No. No, I'll save it for those crazy guys. I'm yeah, good. like the crazy guys, yeah. huh? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that's a that's a whole different animal there. I mean, you just, well, no matter what, you still have horsepower in both the modified yeah. late model. I mean, yeah. you're still doing crazy things oh, in that sure. one, especially if you're going full bore in yeah. the corner with a late model. Oh, especially cow. if you're talking like Eldora. Uh, Ethan oh, says, I knew he was going to say Eldora. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler, when you went to the late model, um, you know, we know it's a different driving style. The cars are completely different, but... Did you learn anything in a late model? Uh, was there things you, you thought, you know, I thought I knew it all run, running dirt, but are there any things you learned when you got into the late model that maybe you didn't know before? Oh, absolutely. Like, just watching, like, the late models around here, that's all I've ever known. Um, 
it's like I thought they used like more break, like I already said, like break, like going into the corner. But like I've found out that if you're using the brakes in the late model, they don't work like they're supposed to. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of break in on the gas. It's telling like you if, something, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, when I raced Donnie's car two years ago, I was using way too much brake, and that's why the car wouldn't work. And his crew chief, Zach, is like, I don't know, car set up perfect. I'm like, well, I'm just probably not driving it right. And I told him that. And then when we got this one, I just figured out how to drive them. And yeah, it's a, it's a whole different thing to me anyway. Did it take a while to figure out how to drive it? Obviously not. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently not. We went to Devil's Lake for our first show. I started last in the heat race, and I got last. And we went out for the feature, and I started like 19th or 20th. And, and I just said... I'm going to figure this thing out and stood on the gas when we went 19th to 4th. And I'm like, I got her figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Grand Forks the next night and won. And won. Yes, you know, when you jumped into the late models, uh, was it a little like, wow, this this is almost a little overwhelming? Did you feel like a rookie because you didn't look like a rookie out there all year long? But um, what did you think there when you made that transition? I didn't know what to think this the cars are just, they're like boats. They're so big compared to like the modifies, this little mm-hmm. square thing. And then you got this big boat thing that you're sitting in like this with an eight inch spoiler and you drive it wide open. So it's, they're a whole thing. And that steering is way more aggressive in a late model. It's, uh, I, I mean, I felt like a rookie plenty of times, like leading the sights and hitting a U-tire. Yeah. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we thought you had it there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I still pull plenty of rookie mistakes. I, the, at the sights race, the, the Friday night one, the Al Delane race, which is the big one for the mods. Mm-hmm. I'm leading that one comfortably, which I didn't know that. But I'm like, I got to get by these lap cars. So I went on the top and then just drove it off the racetrack. Like <laughs> so I feel like a rookie plenty, trust me. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing that's beautiful about what you just said is you feel like a rookie both sides of things. There's guys that still race this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Corcoran, he probably has rookie moments too. He still sure, tells himself, sure. you know. So that that's pretty cool. It just tells you the kind of demeanor you have that you know that you you still make mistakes at that rookie side of things. Uh, you talk about the John Sites. You talk about hitting that U tire uh, happen. I think I think I believe I was looking at corner four. I think it was mm. where I saw you hit it. Um, but talk uh, about that between one and two. One and two. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I could have hit it again, but I folded the nose under and I stayed out there for a few more laps. That's yep. what it was. Yep. yep. Yeah, because I yeah. saw all I saw was dirt flying from your nose, and I'm like, oh, that's that's no yeah. bueno, man. But mm-hmm. you talk about getting ready for that race, and you and I talked a lot that weekend, uh, just about how excited you are and how cool it would be for you to go out and win that one. Being so close, that's got to sting just a little bit. Oh, it stings a lot of bit. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, um, so we were in alcohol, and I didn't. We didn't even know if I was going to make it on fuel. Right. Um, if you watch the 100, I ran out of fuel after the race, so we we get to the what the 30 lap mark where they do the halfway for the site and you fill up with fuel. Yep. And my my dad has this. So I don't. I'm not even thinking about fuel. I'm thinking about I'm in second and I want to win this race. And they fill up the fuel. My dad walks up to me. Well, I don't think you're going to make it. I'm like, why did you tell me that? I'm going to go up there and conserve the whole time. So that's in my back of my mind the whole time. I'm like, great, now I'm going to make it. Well, yeah. So we're just, I, I get to the lead, and it's ham- they farm it, so it's hammered down for the first half. Yep. And it starts slowly slowing down, and I'm just coasting through one and two on the top. And I'm hooked up, and it's good. And then uh, I realize I need to get back down to the bottom when I hit the U-tire, but, yeah. oh, man, dude. i tell you about that. <laughs> so the sites has been great, man. We've won it, like, 11 or 12 times. Yes. But well, not the one I want to win. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, even the big modified one, I've been in contention twice, and I blow it both times. So uh, if I could just knock those two off, I'd be a happy boy. You'd be, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be sitting pretty good. Yeah, the Al Delaney one, though, those two big ones, you get, you've, you know, like you said, you had rookie mistakes on that one, too, and fell off the side. and But it's tough. It's tough to say when you're leading like you were and to, to say how, how much room you had. You really didn't know, so you still got to push. How do you make that adjustment in there? Do you have somebody help you out on the side, Tyler, to tell you how far you are, or you just go? So, I have, so Zach, the only – I hate stick signals with that burning passion. I need to get rid of them at every racetrack because of runes racing. So, But giving signals for a lead, which is the only thing I have time to look for anyway, yep. uh, that's all he does is give me a lead. 
Well, when you're racing with five lap cars, you can't do that. Yeah, so yeah. no, I'm you can't. Trying to get through all these cars, and I'm sure he's back there doing this or this or whatever. But I can't. I can only look sometimes. I look. I usually look only under yellow because it's yep. just a distraction looking yep. out to the side. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got to heavy lap traffic, and I was not looking for a lead, and there we went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Got to hear this text, uh, Ethan. Mansky, uh, two years ago, you showed up at Aberdeen to win the Big Buck Nationals, and I made some money off him in the feature because I knew who he was, and my buddies didn't. And then he said something about, well, now the shitty part is I can't make any money off him because he wins, and people know how good he is. <laughs> uh, and, and that's kind of funny. But um, Marie wants to know, uh, Tyler, do you have a favorite yet, late model versus modified? Oh man, I'm always, always going to be a modified guy at heart. I, I can get in that thing and it's just like, you know, you just know what's going on. But right. late models are super fun. That's at some point, I hope I get to try it at like the, the super level and just that, which I, <clears throat> I have briefly. I uh, don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I wasn't like, going to bring it I'd up. I like to, uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot, forgot about that little detail. <laughs> so, but no, I'd like to go now that I'm, I actually know what I'm doing in the late model, try it the super stuff just a little bit to see what it's like. But uh, yeah, they're the late models are insane. Yeah. Um, I got time for one more here. Um, I know we're all busy, but um, I know you got a bunch of them. Uh, you talked about who helps you and all that stuff. Uh, but the important thing uh, to keep you going out there for these 900 shows a year that you guys run are your uh, sponsors. Uh, I don't know if you got your cheat sheet with you, but uh, here's your chance to show your sponsors some love, Tyler. I'm just going to rattle them off from the front of the car to the back. So I got Enclave, All Fat Railings and Metalworks, Powder Coat Specialists, Northwest Auto Body, Fastenal, Slider Shots, uh, Kane Designs, Quick Lift by TP Fabricating, uh, Peterson Farm to Seed, Heinrich, Heinrich Excavating right here, my boy Nate. I know he's watching. He set a timer go. on his phone so he wouldn't miss it. <clears throat> um, uh, Greg Hansen, uh, Egg Service down there in Watertown. I got... Um, while we're truck center, uh, the pit stop, Kirby and Judy, they're my most dedicated fans out there. Uh, my parents, my wife, uh, Royce and Laura are watching. I got, I got, uh, Jen and Darren. I got so many people that like, just, I got people like Jen and Darren. Like I, this is why I love racing. I met them through racing. They didn't know who I was until they came and saw me a lot of time one night and they just started coming to the races. They just bring me cookies out of the kindness of their heart. I don't <laughs> wow. even ask. Nice. So, That's awesome. God bless them. They're great people. Just met them through racing. Yep. Um, but I got, I got the best sponsors in the world. Um, yeah, man. Black Widow Race Cars, Rocket Chassis. There's so many awesome people. So they know who they are. They've been great to me. There's my boss in the window giving me the middle finger. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, appreciate him uh, and everybody. Thanks for having me. We'll do it again. We're going to go fishing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I hate, I want to tell you this right now. I hate doing these shows Zoom. But I also got to tell you right now, this is probably one of the funnest Dirty Thursdays I think we've done. Well, you get a lot uh, of information. I had a blast here. Yeah, I mean, this one here is good. You talk about meeting people through racing and stuff, and, yeah. and we talk about race family all the time and how it expands with our race family. And, and you're one of those that, that, obviously, you and I talk a lot throughout the race. I say hi to you, and now we know each other fairly well at the racetrack, and it's that's my racing family. So I appreciate you, man, and everything you do and, and talking with me and be, always being open to have a good conversation and and dude, I appreciate it. I, I love to love to hear this, and can't wait to see what's going to happen in the old St. Louis, old St. Louis. And uh, hopefully, you have some good luck. I got a barge in. I appreciate what? you, Chad. Oh, I, I love you, buddy. I uh, <laughs> love you too. I forgot JS Small Engine, Jameson down there. He's been with me for three, four years now. Great dude. And I know John Beebe's watching. The whole Beebe family, Knights of Columbus. Thank you guys. If I forgot anything else. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'll give you a hug next time I see you. If you if you listen to his victory lane speeches, yeah. like I just give because he, he obviously it's you know who it is, mm-hmm. but he goes through he talks so fast about yep. trying to get all of his sponsors in oh, without, yeah. and then his it's wife like an auctioneer, looks, yeah, and then his wife looks at him, yep, gives him a thumbs up that like you got everybody. So <laughs> yeah, you know you are doing awesome, buddy. We appreciate it's good you. The, it's good when the boss gives you the thumbs up. Yep, there you go, uh, Tyler Peterson. Thank you very much for hanging with us today. Um, I know you're a busy man. Um, um, good luck if you're doing any ice fishing this winter. Uh, I can't wait. We both can't wait to see yeah. you again next, uh, probably May. Yep. Uh, until then, probably. you know what, dude, uh, if you're ever around, keep in touch. We'd love to get a hold of you and uh, go hang out for a while, all right? 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll see you. Thanks, right. buddy. Take care. Man, that was fun. You too. All right. There you go. Tyler Peterson, uh, not only your Wissota late model national champion, he's your Wissota late model uh, rookie of the year. <laughs> rookie of the year, national champion, yeah. second up and modified. Yeah. He does it all, boys. Doesn't I get better you. than that. I tell you what. That's great. Uh, next week, by the way, uh, we're going to do some rookie stuff again uh, yes. with the Minkota Lightning Sprints. I like it. Sean Enright's going to be on the show. Oh, and nice. We might have some more. We yeah. might know him a little all bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Rumor Sports Bar Casino for bringing you our Dirty Thursday today. Uh, I tell you what, if you're going to watch some UND Fighting Hawks hockey action, it's a place to be watching it. Uh, not only can you watch it there, but you can take a bus, too. Uh, take a bus to your favorite sports teams, your concerts. You can watch them on TV. You can bid on the horses, play bingo, try your luck with the charitable gaming. Uh, they got great lunch and dinner specials, too. In fact, today, it's a $7 sandwich and sides. Uh, not a bad deal. Monday, DJ Trivia Night. They got room for parties. What a great atmosphere. Rumor Sports Bar Casino in the Grand Cities Mall. Been with us since day one on Dirty Thursdays, and we sure appreciate BT and Jake and all of the people there. Oh, boy, I tell you what, make sure to catch the Fork Sports Highway Show tonight at 630. I tell you what, Monty and Bill and the rest of this cast, they are awesome, and they're going to have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, You know what, if I were you, call up Monty and ask him what he thinks about the L.A. Lakers. I would love to hear that answer, all right? Got the Brew Brothers podcast on at 9 o'clock tonight, too, for all you beer lovers like me. Hey, I'm gone hunting tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, all you hunters out there. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a Dirty Thursday that way. Have a good one, everybody. The Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.